This is Bruce Friedman of Adult Site Broker, and welcome to Adult Site Broker Talk, where every week we interview one of the movers and shakers of the adult industry, and we discuss what's going on in our business. Plus, we give you a tip on buying and selling websites. This week, we'll be talking to Jason Maskell of Maskell Limited. Adult Site Broker is proud to announce ASB Cash, the first affiliate program for an adult website brokerage. With ASB Cash, you'll have the chance to earn as much as 20% of our broker commission referring sellers and buyers to us at Adult Site Broker. Check our website at asbcash.com for more details. First of all, today, let's cover some of the news going on in our industry. We'll start today with some sad news. Retired adult performer Nadia Knight passed away last Thursday, according to industry friends. The Florida-born Knight had been active in the adult industry from 2010 to 2017, shooting mostly for Devil's Film. She had just turned 42 or 44, according to conflicting reports. Knight was reportedly found by adult radio personality and performer Tony Bones, who she had been staying with. Bones described Knight as a loyal, helpful friend who loved her family, friends, the ocean, and her cat Knight. Bones has organized a GoFundMe campaign to help with the funeral costs and care for her pet. Wicked Pictures founder and President Steve Orenstein has announced that his company and its extensive catalog of features and series, as well as Wicked.com, have been sold to Gamma Entertainment. The acquisition explained to Rep for Gamma includes renewed relationships with brand ambassador Jessica Drake and exclusive director Axel Braun, who will also serve as head of production. Gamma aims to cement the iconic brand's future as a key studio within its portfolio of membership sites. The two companies first inked a strategic web partnership in September of 2019. My experience with every person on the Gamma team over the past year and a half of managing Wicked.com has been nothing short of remarkable, Orenstein said. They have truly been the ideal partner to help with the company I founded 27 years ago that grew into one of the biggest, most recognizable brands in the adult industry today, he continued. While it is difficult to let go of my creation, they have shown me their desire to take the best of what Wicked has to offer and advance it to the next level as it continues to evolve for years to come as I focus my energy on Wicked Sensual Care, the pleasure products company, begun eight years ago. He described the acquisition as incredibly beneficial for the company's loyal fans and longtime members of Wicked.com. Gamma Entertainment President Carl Bernard looks forward to the new opportunities presented by the acquisition. He said, by blending our creative approach with Wicked's commitment to quality, I'm confident we will be able to explore new territory together within Gamma. Starting last weekend, Pineapple Support is hosting a free music therapy support group for adult industry performers. The virtual group, led by composer Dorian Wallace, runs Sundays from 3 to 5 p.m. Pacific time and continues through December 27th. Music has the potential to stimulate, activate, and inspire the mind, body, and spirit, Wallace said. It can enhance our quality of life and promote healing. 
Processing trauma can interfere with an individual's quality of life as our basic understanding of what everyday life should look like is profoundly transformed. Through music, we will work to communicate our sense of self, build coping mechanisms, and move closer to a new degree of normality, continued Wallace. In music therapy, activities such as drumming, music listening, and storytelling help us to address objectives, find ways to circumnavigate them, and build towards reconciliation with traumatic events. This, in turn, establishes new routines and ways to cope. Leah Tannett, founder of Pineapple Support, expressed enthusiasm for the new support group. She said family dynamics are always challenging, and during the holiday season, they can be especially difficult. The stress of holiday can lead to anxiety, anger, hopelessness, guilt, and loneliness, but it can also connect us with others. Music is a foundational way to communicate and foster that community, and I'm eager for the people to experience the work that Dorian does. Visit pineapplesupport.org for additional details and to register for the group. Adult Site Broker is a proud sponsor of Pineapple Support and all the wonderful work Leah and her staff are doing. Now let's feature our property of the week that's for sale at Adult Site Broker. We have just listed five amazing adult domains for sale at Adult Site Broker. Any of these domains can be used to build a very successful and brandable website. The domains are sexo.com, spelled S-E-X-O, and pornflix.com, listed at $5 million each, ass.com, listed at $4.25 million, stud.com, listed at $2.95 million, and stripcam.com for only $695,000. For more information, contact us at adultsitebroker.com. Now time for this week's interview. My guest today on Adult Site Broker Talk is Jason Maskell of Maskell Limited, direct from jolly old London. Jason, thanks for being with us today on Adult Site Broker Talk. You're welcome, Bruce. Thank you very much for the invite. It's a pleasure. Now, with over 20 years in the adult industry, Jason has worked in a number of areas, and we're going to start there. Jason, what areas uh, have you worked in in the adult industry and over the 20 years you've been in the business? Wow. Uh, How long has this gone on for? As long as you wanted to. (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, I sort of fell into the industry uh, by pure accident. I had a background in sales. Uh, One day I got bored and I became a professional makeup artist. Mm. And I was working in the in the sort of fashion and photographic area. And then through a mutual friend, um, I came and did an adult movie and mm-hmm. helped out on that. Uh, and so that sort of got me into it. And from there, people moved out of positions they were in and they said, why don't you, you know people, why not? So I then from, went from makeup artist to agency and run one of the biggest model agencies in the UK at the time um, mm-hmm. and built that up uh, mm-hmm. from the agency, we then in, went into uh, helping some companies out with cams, supplying models to cams, running cam studios in London for a Dutch company, hmm. a bit of consultancy and advising people on their productions. We then went into producing some products for some some TV channels over here in the UK. So that's sort of side of that. I then got headhunted and then went to work for the retail and film brand Harmony. 
and set up their US office, worked around building up their sales to over a million pounds uh, for the first time ever, DVD mm. sales. Um, and then sort of after I sort of parted ways with Harmony, um, went into some consultancy and, and have now developed um, some areas where I feel the industry is in trouble, which is the financial services side. So we're looking into that at the moment. We run some beta tests on right. some products and we're now expanding out that side of things. And I'm also looking at CBD market for the adult service, for the adult industry as well, for adult wellness mm. and pleasure. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Now, you didn't mention the, the area that I know you from, the crowdfunding. Yes. Well, I mean, that was really sort of the, the, the beta side from the financial services we've developed. Yeah, we, mm -hmm. we launched a crowdfunding platform a few years ago now um, that was offering rewards-based crowdfunding. And the long-term mm -hmm. goal was always to offer equity crowdfunding. Now, to do that, we had to be regulated, and we found out there was so much trouble to get a regulated partner to actually work with mm. us um, because it was the adult sector. We kept coming up with, we'd love to take £50,000 from you to offer our service to you. We love what you do. Um, we mm. think it'd be a great success in the crowdfunding sector. However, we can't work with you because of reputational risk. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, a bit of a joke, considering what some companies do. Um, we then realised if we go down the equity route and did manage to find a, 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 a regulationy partner to do our appointed representatives, mm -hmm. we raise all this money, there's a good chance that the banks wouldn't then accept the money from the company or from us to yeah. the company's account. Um, right. So we've now taken a sort of step back on that and touch wood, I can be announcing soon, we may have a business banking solution for the industry. I'm sorry, business what? You you dropped out there. Uh, sorry, a business banking solution for the industry. Oh, wow. So specifically, for the, specifically for the adult industry? For the adult and the cannabis sector we're aiming at. Oh, wow. To really offer a way where they can actually take funds in through merchant accounts, um, transfer money to each other, put it out to a MasterCard and actually use it in stores, um, pay their suppliers, pay their performers, um, pay suppliers, um, and basically have a secure, regulated facility, which will hold its head up. And so say, this would be, so it would be like, it would be like, it would be like a, like a one-stop shop type of thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're close to announcing it um we're looking at q1 of next year now um the whole mm -hmm. pandemic has delayed things um mm -hmm. but we're just double and triple checking a few things and all that but we've got a a private bank behind us um so we can actually hold a head up high and say if you work in the adult sector we would happily do business with you um you this have to be, do and, and this would be full this would be full uh full business banking as well not full business banking. We're not going to be able to offer overdrafts and things like that at the moment. So it's, you say it's mm -hmm. stage one. It's a way where you can know that you don't have to lie to your bank and worry that your bank's going to suddenly come and close your account down. Like it has for so many mm -hmm. people, businesses and performers. You know, it's, it's getting terrible out mm -hmm. there for these people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely. And then, and then from that, we'll bring back the um, the crowdfunding as well to to 
to to be part of the new financial services package. So we've now got a regulated partner that will back us and work with us so we can bring back the crowdfunding and do that do that fully regulated as well. So it's going to be a busy, busy time next year, hopefully. Wow. So the, and they will, well, they, my question was, so they actually can have a bank account. And like you said, they they don't have to worry about it being closed down because of what they do. Right. Correct. Yeah. They will have a hmm. facility where they can get paid from people within the industry. They can take their debit card. You know, they can load a card up with money from their account and go and spend it in the shops. They can pay other people, um, all regulatory checks will be done. So you have to prove who you are as a company or your persons. So we get around the whole money laundering. It's full. KYC is included in it as well. So, you know, it's a fully regulated system. Um, wow. so, but the biggest thing is you don't have to worry. You know, we're not going to say, oh, my God, you're a porn star. Deal with you. Um, it will sure. be, sure. you know, yes, you're a, a, an adult performer. You use your business email address so nobody knows your real name apart from you know that that's and that's in the back so if you want to do um, custom videos for um, clients they can send you money via your business email address so you don't have to worry about giving out your personal details to people so we'll keep people secure that way as well for the performance so, so is it going to be is it going to be like an e-wallet it's a very, very sophisticated e-wallet account. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's there's e-wallet and then there's this. Hmm. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to you coming out with it so I can hear the whole rollout. I know I'll be interested. <laughs> um, it's just I've known so many people, and again, it was the crowdfunding where we found people. Mm-hmm. You know, just chance they couldn't get the money from us if we raised it um, for right. them. Um, was scary and then i knew companies that had membership sites every year they'd had to do a a a discussion with a bank and lie on what they did and hope that the bank manager didn't look into it too too much Mm. and it was just causing them stress and worry and then we hear especially in the u.s performers having their accounts closed down because the bank doesn't like what they do Mm -hmm. it's terrible yeah no I'm with you, my man. And even if you're uh, a B2B person like myself, um, go through a lot of the same crap. So as soon as yeah, they hear adult, yeah. they're like, oh, what? No, yeah. no, we don't deal with porn. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, with this system, you literally, people can pay you for your services. You can pay your suppliers. Um, if you need to put money onto a car to pay someone online or in a shop, you can do. So it's not going to affect you um it has a so they won't really they won't really need another bank account if they have no no you won't really another bank account that's awesome it's you know Um, it's one of a a longer project but it's a i want to get something out there that goes this gets rid of 96 percent of your problems at the moment wow Wow. I do very much look forward to hearing more about this. And when, uh, when the rollout comes, we'll definitely have to do another interview. Uh, Yeah. Hey, not a problem, my man. Okay. So, uh, let's talk about another project of yours. You have many, um, you're working with a studio, uh, cinematic spelled S I N E M A T I C a cinematica. I should have said, 
Uh, maybe you can tell yeah. us more about this partnership. Yeah, uh, I, I've, I've known the, the owner and the director for a number of years. Um, he is a creative genius. He's fabulous. Um, his stuff is unique. He's a real creative in his attitude. He just is so involved in uh, the filming and getting everything right. And he's planned this studio out for a couple of years. He's put 300,000 euros of his own money into shooting this and launching this. Um, it's And the whole first year's worth of content that's, you know, is now slowly being released, or majority of it's out, because um, we launched in November last year, so we're coming up to the first year anniversary. We've done it nice, quietly, slowly launch. Um, we're all about light. It's natural light. Everything is shot with natural light. Um, it's shot all over Europe beautiful range of um well-known porn stars um to newbies so there's a great mixture of performers in there some names that people are going to know there's award winners in there people who are coming up for nominated for awards like cherry kiss um and it's just it's a little bit special you know it's, mm. it's just it's the content. It, it starts off nice and soft and sexy. You don't know where it's going to go. And then it just explodes. It's beautiful locations, beautiful performers, um, but with really hard, good quality sex. That's great. That's great. Yeah. So we've um, been now, working. Sorry, sorry, Bruce. I was going to say. No, 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 no. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I interrupted. Yeah, no. Launching their website, um, getting them onto some distribution platforms. Again, we've been very picky and targeted where we go. Uh, we've gone on to Adult Time, which is great. Do uh, on such a great platform, and as a new studio to be accepted by Adult Time was fantastic. Um, we're also coming out with Comcast as the only we're the, the only third European studio that Comcast have taken on. And with them controlling wow. 80% of the, the North American VOD traffic, um, that's mm. a real coup. Uh, we've got some content going out on Sky Germany as well. So we've done some partnerships uh, with some really super quality brands, um, mm. which we know next year is going to really push the studio forward. We're up for a few nominations, hopefully, um, for Exhibits and AVN in January. So that'll be nice. Um, mm. and, and we're going to look to you know see what, other partnerships we can we can do out for the content so you know there's um, a range of content already in place for next year again the whole pandemic has has slowed things down and Mm. and caused problems because they wanted to be over in the u.s shooting some european uh, some u.s performers and that hasn't been out to happen this year yeah Yeah, so next year next year Mm -hmm. we hope Mm. now (laughs) jason you, you also do consultancy um, now, what do those services consist of and who, for the most part, are you working with? Uh, on the consultancy, again, because this is really cause sort of my background. I've been working on my, my main projects, say the financial side, working with Cinematica, um, a, a CBD brand we're looking to launch. And every now and then I, I step in if people, I, I love startups. I love helping people. Um, and if I can help and advise some people, I will do. Um, and a little while ago, a brand come to me. Um, for a patented penis enlargement system in the US, US patented. Um, but the packaging was, mm. was just wasn't great. So we sat down, we redesigned the packaging, we redesigned all the documentation inside, um, relaunched that up, got that nominated up for a nom in this year's um, XBiz. 
and also we have started expanding out the distribution partners for them and some advertising packages for, for them and that's magnum rings so it's a it's, again it's just the owners were lovely they um were really they needed some help and some guidance on their product. The product was great. It was doing okay on their mm-hmm. own. They needed to take it a step further. So I don't jump in and do loads and loads of consulting. Some people, if they come to me and say, hey, I need this, I'm quite happy to put people in touch with someone else and, and help them out and say, you need to do that. Mm-hmm. I've got to be excited about a project. Um, earlier this week, I had a call um, with a guy over in Sweden that is creating a sex robot. Hmm. And again, that made me sap up and he's currently building the skeleton and we talked about the motors and how this could work. And I'm like, actually, I could get this maybe into a cinematic film. We could have a robot doing a porn film. This could be really, and this is taking sex dolls to the next level. So that that's something would be fun. I, that would be fun. So this is an interesting one. So I'm like, yeah, I want to talk to these guys a bit more. So we're, we're having conversations there. They're still in their early design state. They're starting. They're just having all of their skeleton mold sent over from China so they can start to build stuff. I'm like, just start recording everything you're, you're building, record it so we can see it. Um, and they've got mm. also got a little side project, which I think is, I'm going to say you need to launch this first, which is a, a fucking machine, but a smaller portable, interesting fucking machine. It's beautifully mm. designed. Um, yeah, I've, da- I've actually, like- I've actually dated a few of those over the years. <laughs> Yeah, no, this this could be good, and also that you know they're interesting guys. Um, they also see there's a great potential for the people who are disabled to, mm. to oh, this, sure. um, this fucking machine. So um, again, it's their attitude. I'm like, hey, this could be an interesting project. So I, I like to look at little things like that, um, and if I can help other people, I'm glad he passed stuff on. Outside the box, as it were. Yes. <laughs> Pun intended. Um, <laughs> where do you see the industry going over the next few years? I mean, the whole COVID situation has changed. I know it sort of helped some some parts of the industry with, say, sex toys have done really well. Certain sex mm-hmm. toys have done fantastic while people have been locked down. Um, I think the de- the development and change of things like OnlyFans, where performers are getting more control over their content, is an interesting yeah. one that can only grow. Um, and with OnlyFans becoming more mainstream, and it seems the mainstream are more talking about the adult industry again. I think that's a positive move, and that can help all areas of it. But I still sure. think we're going to have this whole reputational risk where they'll dip their toe in it they'll like to be seen to do it to be risque but they still worry about doing business with the with the industry so i still think there's problems there mm-hmm. um so there's room for some big big changes on say the financial services side that's why i'm really pushing that so much um yeah. i think that could change things that can change things um next year if things open up again it'd be great to there i think there'll be a new influx of of, of content being produced and shot, which will be, yeah. which will be great and freshen stuff up. Uh, but I'm seeing a real innovation of sex toys. That's really a lots and lots of sex toys coming forward and people wanting mm-hmm. to get out. And it's people from outside the industry who have come in with bright new ideas, like these robotic guys. You know, yep. it's, we can use our technology and our knowledge that we've been using for the mainstream. And, and you know, we know this could really, we know the adult market, is 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 key 
for some mm-hmm. for some developments. So I think next year we'll see some developments on some really new great products and some interesting people yeah. coming. Yeah, you know, one thing I've one thing I've noticed with uh, with uh, toys and novelties is the interactivity. Um, you know, with um, the uh, the teledildonics and such. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, again, these the, these guys we're talking about with the fucking machine, they're they're talking already talking about like having voice control. Mm. So it's even even better. So you know, again, especially aimed at the disability market, where you can just be right. laying there and you can talk to it and, and tell it how you fast you want it, what position you want it in, um, what's you know, and things like that. So that whole, should we say, Alexa is is going to go. I think that's going to come up a next stage as well. Yeah, I could just see. I could just see Amazon. Uh... Amazon uh, uh, syncing with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not. Alexa, do some more lube, quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Alexa, suck my dick. Um, so what are your short and long-term goals um, here in the next, say, uh, well, short, I mean, short and long-term, what are your goals? Okay, uh, so short-term is to is to get this, financial service to market to make sure we've got everything dotted and crossed and in the right boxes and packaged correctly mm-hmm. and, and get that launched that's that's my my number one goal for 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 next year um mm-hmm. we also want to really push forward with the um Hassini, which is a cbd brand that we're looking to bring to market which is aimed at couples pleasure and wellness and some really interesting products in that so they're my short term uh my long term is to then take on the financial services side is to um, bring back the crowdfunding from offering the, the banking services to crowdfunding to and offer more like bi- proper business services and support things like insurances um, and loyalty schemes. Um, that so if you're you got clients and they you want to keep them shopping with you you could offer them a loyalty card to keep coming back um, and then they can use those points nice. across across the industry. Um, to have a sort of generic loyalty scheme that we, it can be global wise. So, you know, that's my longer term goal for that. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, yes. Now you mentioned the, uh, you mentioned the CBD business. Why don't you tell me just a little bit more about that? Yeah. Um, we've been looking at, again, I started looking at CBD through and cannabis through the financial services side of things, because we know mm-hmm. they're having the same sort of problems as the adult sector has, uh, yes. the banking side. Um, and talking to some people within that, again, it was the consultancy side. People come to me and say, Jason, we've got this great product. We think it's a great product. We feel it'd be great in the adult industry. And went in as a consultant, looked at it and then said, well, no, it's not water-based. You can't use it it's not going to do what you want you really need a water-based lube that's what they wanted to start with um oh so it was it was a cbd it was a cbd lube it was a cbd lube to start with um and and, just out of curiosity i mean i know about the properties of cbd and what cbd can do but why would somebody get a cbd lube versus a non-cbd lube Okay, so you got to look at the um, you say some of the properties of CBD, and and this is where this brand has seen is is looking to aim and 
to sort of aim itself as more than just a here's a loop and it's got CBD in it. It's actually going to mention where it can help you. So if you're a woman going through the menopause or you have a dry vagina, oh, um, the okay. CBD can help. Okay. The, you know, the lube does that part of the job. But also CBD can help with lowering anxiety, relaxing them, you know, relaxing the person um, and just helping aid in that wellness. Side. Wait a minute. So, Are we talking a cure for PMS here? Um, well, I don't think anything can cure that. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, if you if you have something like that, you're going to be a very wealthy guy. Well, yeah, I mean, so what, what we've done is we've looked at a range of products. So I've, I've sort of come on board as a consultant and they sort of said, well, you want to do this. Don't just go down that route. Let's look at it. So I've sort of come on board and said, you know, let's let's develop. So we're arranging a CBD lube, a CBD arousal spray, a bath bomb, um, a candle that you melt. It has no paraffin in there. And so you can actually melt it and pour it on. It becomes a massage oil a standard massage oil and again, a normal CBD oil that you can take under your tongue. Um, we then got options on things like chocolate, lollipops, condoms. So we're arranging a whole range of products that will aid your fun in the bedroom or where else you want to do it. Um, but also aid your wellness. And, and cause there's a lot of people out there that, you know, even couples, if they like anal sex, it's, it hurts. So the CBD can help numb the area as well as relax. Um, so it, it works in the gay area, couples, as we said, people with, you know, going through the menopause. So there's, there's different areas there. We're going to put together some little fun packs so you can have your starter pack of a bath bomb, a candle and some lube to arrange the perfect, you know, starter enjoyment pack um we've also got the option and the the companies we, we've teamed up with to do some non-alcoholic cocktails and one is a non-alcoholic tequila which is amazing so you get the tequila smokiness of Ooh, this beautiful non non-alcoholic tequila yeah so you've got this beautiful taste you get the relaxation mm. of the cbd but you actually you don't get pissed on it so you can actually have more fun okay and and the uh the translation for you americans is pissed means drunk i, I just thought I'd... <laughs> yeah i'm here to i'm here to translate jason yeah, i'm here to translate everything into english maybe we should put some subtitles for me and i, I won't use any cockney rhyming slang <laughs> yeah so the cbd again we're looking to launch that next year that's um, I'm actually getting some samples delivered this week to me, and we've started on some packaging. Um, we've got some nice sort of marketing storylines about it. Um, and one, we've got a little sort of special sauce, shall we call it. The company we've teamed up with, we're looking at a way to mask the taste of CBD um, in drinks. Because mm -hmm. if you put too much CBD into a drink, you can actually taste it, smell it, and it's not very nice. So they come up with a, let's we'll call it a secret sauce. That's the easiest way to explain it, that encompasses the CBD. And so it goes through, so it hides and marks the, the flavor and the smell of it. So we can actually place it into more products without any kickback, should we say, from it. Um, but then they found when they were running tests, because it's in CBD's encased, it get absorbs into a bod, into the body at a higher rate. 
so you don't get so much wastage. So you get an actually an eight, up to 85% better absorption rate of the CBD into your system compared to another a normal product. Nice. Well, you're, you're becoming quite the expert on the CBD. Yeah. Well, do you know, do you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm disgusted on some of the products that are out there. I've seen CBD drinks that are in glass bottles and have loads of salt in it. And salt oh. and sunlight kills CBD. So literally, oh, and they're and they're made in California. You're like, really? <laughs> it might have had it as it went in the bottle, and then suddenly it gets seen and it gets shaken around with the salt in it. There's no time someone drinks it. There's no CBD left in there to enjoy. Well, yeah, but so, if I'm gonna have if I'm gonna have CBD tequila, you know, I want salt in my margarita. <laughs> what do I do then? <laughs> well, that, that's a little bit different. Yeah, I guess I'm kind of screwed, huh? Yeah. Well, you can get away with it, you know. You, the CBD hit first before the salt kills it off. You'll be okay there. Here's here's hoping. Here's hoping. Okay. Yeah, I got I got to screw up everything, don't I? Sorry. <laughs> okay. So, how has the COVID crisis affected you and your business? Uh, right. I suppose, like most people, you know, we on the on the CBD on the financial services, a lot of people we were talking to just took a step back. They said we don't know what we're doing. We got staff out um we were talking to investors investors went we really don't know what money we've got at the moment so everything came to basically came to a halt sure. um on a lot of things we, i was working on and, and now so we're now picking things back up again like that mm-hmm. so that was that was hard um we've seen you know some some companies we've been working with and helping with have seen improvements that you know the magnum rings has, has done really well because people are at home so they've actually up seen things increase for them. Um, so people at home, the, the you know the sex toys I've seen have going well. So that that's been sort of good. But for me personally, we had a quiet time, which was great. I, it means I sat at home. I had more time with my young son. I tried not to stress. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I could do about it. So mm-hmm. I went and played in the park, played football with my son, went for walks. Wait, wait, wait. I got to I got to translate again. Football football means soccer, not football. Go ahead. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Not the game where (laughs) you throw a ball, catch it and fall over and then stand up and throw a ball, catch it and fall over. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And run. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, I mean, I I tried not to let it stress me out and get to me too much. It's it is what it is. Um, I've got some mainstream businesses uh, in the aesthetic beauty, which literally closed down. And, and just ground to a halt because they couldn't people couldn't get to the okay. clinics i couldn't do anything so i you know i've tried to make the most out of it and i've had some great family time and you know there's 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 always good with bad right exactly you know i i could never get back the time i've had with my son which has been his hey, you know, it's been amazing. How, old, how old how old's your how old's your son he was two in August, end of August. So oh, he's just gone to two now. Oh, that's yeah. You're you know, you're 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 ahead in the game. Hey, in my situation, I'm stuck in I'm stuck in Thailand, ten minutes from the beach. Damn <laughs> oh, it! Oh God, I can't. Yes, I can't, pictures, tra- I can't travel to America. Oh, oh. darn! Oh, yeah, yeah, I have to stay on the know. beach. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. So. How do your adult and your CBD businesses affect your mainstream companies? Well, the other thing is, uh, because of my love for startups, and maybe because I'm a complete idiot in a in a lockdown, um, I launched on the first of July a not for profit community interest company based uh, where I live here in London to help startups and small businesses 
um, mentor, match them with mentors and find them funding because I feel the knowledge I've got from working in the adult was you've got to fight 10 times harder for everything and you've got to come up with new ideas for doing stuff and new ways of doing things. I've really sort of thought I can put this into the mainstream. The CBD, we've we've got a nice brand for it under Hassini. It's got a nice backstory. So we know that's going to cross over to the mainstream as well as into the adult sector. So it's been positioned in the right way. Um, I like to have something mainstream to get my head out of adult every now and then. But also it means I can take <laughs> the knowledge I've learned from both and find what works and what crosses over. And I've, I mean, I've always for 20 odd years, I don't have a, know a real name and a work name you know you are i am who i am you search me things are going to pop up in every sector i've done and i'm not worried about it people don't like it don't work with me you know that's always been my attitude Mm -hmm. so i go in and go this is what i'm going to do in my mainstream this is what we do this is what i'm aiming to help this is how we're doing it and and so far people have been great and, and people have found out what i've done and they're like really like yeah but what I've learned is I can now help you do this. And they're like, oh, fantastic. People yeah. more always want to talk about the adult side. They always think it's more interesting. Well, okay. It, it always, when I tell people what I do, they're always like, especially men, they're like, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They always think you're just sitting there looking at boobs all day. You're like, really? I'm, I'm sitting there looking at Excel sheets most of the day. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we're doing all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, apart from laying on the beach. Look at these beautiful women. Yeah, well, um, absolutely. So uh, what do you, uh, obviously you talked about your two-year-old, and I'm sure this takes up a lot of it, but otherwise, what do you like to do when you're away from business and uh, relax? Well, wait, let me guess, watch porn, right? (laughs) Oh, God, watching porn nowadays is, I'm so critical. Um, even the stuff with cinematics, they, they, they send it over and I'm like, yeah, the lighting's great. And I look at the makeup and I'm looking at positions. Uh, yeah. I don't think I can enjoy a porn film now. It kind of ruins it, doesn't it? <laughs> it? It does. Yeah. So that, so I think, you know, for me now, instead of just sitting and watching a porn, I, I'd rather go and do some cooking, <laughs> do some cooking, play with my lad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I can do, wait, wait, let me, cook. let me, let me translate again. That means his son. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. And then now, thank God, soccer football is back on TV. So I'm, I'm yes. managing to get. I'm trying to get my. I'm getting my fix again. So, um, so who's your team? Uh, I support Queens Park Rangers, the pride of London, blue which, and white. Super which which one? Which Queens Park Rangers QPR. Queens Queens Park Rangers. Queens, okay. Yeah, it's a West London team where I'm originally from. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my my naughty pleasure. A team that always underachieves. Yeah. What what else do you like to do? You like to cook. You like to play with your son and watch. Yeah. Soccer. And, and well, yeah, and that really sort of sums it up. And, and then in between anything, if I get any spare time, I will try and sleep. Yeah, that's always a plus, isn't it? We, yeah. we do that from time to time. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice of that. And hopefully, you know, now that the bars have slowly started to open up again, I can go out and have a drink with some friends and, and do a bit of socializing as well. Yeah, London pubs are great, man. No doubt yes. about. It. Yes, I, I'd yes. be there. I'd be there with you if I was there. But uh, <laughs> next next trip to London, you can count on the, it. We'll go have a yeah. The next part, the first pints on me always. 
you got and, it, and, as, and as you know us brits we do like to drink i've heard that about you <laughs> some of us americans some of us americans do too <laughs> yes and can do it properly do my best i try to be proper in whatever i do jason just for my british friends <laughs> that's good well hey i'd really like to thank you for being our guest today on adult site broker talk and i hope we get a chance to do this again really soon bruce thank you very much lovely talking to you now get back to that beach and top up your tan I'm going to do my best. My broker tip today is part one of what to do to make your site more valuable for when you decide to sell it later. First, make sure you're converting as much of your traffic as possible. Traffic's expensive. Whether it's search engine traffic, review site traffic, or affiliate traffic, you've paid a lot for this traffic. So make sure that when someone lands on your site, you give them every opportunity possible to either spend money or do whatever it is you want your visitors to do. In the case of a pay site, make sure your billing options allow as many people as possible to buy. Have multiple ways to pay. In North America, most everyone has a credit card. But in other parts of the world, credit cards aren't used nearly as much. In Europe, for instance, credit card usage is low. So look for billing options that will match the areas where your traffic comes from. In Europe, ACH and debit cards are used a lot. In Africa and other developing countries, many people pay by mobile. Do your homework and find out how people pay in the regions you get most of your traffic. It will make you more money. The worst thing you can do is get a visitor, have them want to buy, but since you don't have their preferred way to pay, they can't buy. If you're looking for suggestions, feel free to get in touch with me via my website. Along with this is to improve your user experience. Make sure your site is attractive and easy to navigate. People have more options than ever these days. I can't tell you how many sites I go to, even some that are owned by large companies, where the navigation just isn't obvious to the user. You poke around the site for what seems like an eternity to do something that should be relatively simple. Keep it simple. Before you launch any changes to your site, ask your friends to go to the site and check it out. Unfortunately, designers and tech geeks don't think like us. You need real people to look at your site for you. The same kind of people who will be visiting your site. Next, make a good offer. If you're selling something and the offer isn't good, you won't make money. It's plain and simple as that. And if your offer is to contact you or get more information, then make the offer attractive and easy to understand. If you're selling something, make buying easy. Show them an easy way to buy and then leave. Help them by making suggestions on what to buy. Amazon.com is the best at this. They always have suggestions on what to buy based on your buying and browsing history. They use AI to do this. There are AI engines available these days at a modest cost. Look into this if you can. Don't clutter up your site with unnecessary items, buttons, and images. Keep it as simple as possible. The best and most successful sites are the simple ones, the ones that lead you to take the action you'd like them to do. It's not that hard. Just remember, when you're putting together any site, try to think through the buying process like a human being. Whatever you do, don't turn over that process to your designer. Don't just say, build me a website. 
What you'll get out the other end will not give you what it is you're looking for. Give them as much direction as possible and make it easy for them to build a site for you that makes your business succeed. We'll talk about this subject more next week. And next week, we'll be talking to Allison Wonderland of Successful.com. And that's it for this week's Adult Site Broker Talk. I'd once again like to thank my guest, Jason Maskell. Talk to you again next week on Adult Site Broker Talk. I'm Bruce Friedman.